This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This week, as I think it kind of all the time now, cost of living and affordability issues are the number one thing that we talk about. Certainly not the number one thing in the world. I mean, we've got wars going on and all sorts of other issues. But certainly, this is a big one because we're all being hit in some way or another where it hurts. Some, many, worse than others. And TVO's smart. I think they've actually made a beat out of this issue. It's called the affordability beat, which puts into perspective how all these daily cost issues are affecting all of us in very, very different ways. And I think their first uh, series of this particular beat is interesting because it digs into one of, I think, the most failed programs that is out there, which is ODSP. Kat Eschner is the woman behind this new beat. She is TVO's affordability reporter. She joins us now. Great to have you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's interesting that we need this beat. But we do, because this isn't going to end anytime soon. No, it's so true. I feel like affordability is, I mean, there, there is, as you acknowledge, so much going on in the world right now. But affordability is a huge issue, and it's an issue that hits, I mean, I think everybody where it hurts the most, you know, your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I think, you know, it depends. I mean, certainly everyone's going through the different challenges, but I, what I face in challenges certainly won't be what maybe some of my younger teammates uh, face on, on a daily basis or even what you face. I mean, everyone is going to be hit in very different ways. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I know one of the reasons um, TVO hired me specifically is that, you know, I've been a business reporter for a long time, but I'm also a millennial. I came of age after the 2008 financial crisis and the kind of Issues that I'm facing are very much some of the issues affecting some of, uh, you know, TVO.org's younger readers and also, um, you know, a different perspective on the province. So let's dive in because the first kind of inauguration issue you sink into is is a tough one. But to me, this is one of the biggest failures as far as systems are. Uh, And I'm talking about ODSP. This is the Ontario Mm -hmm. Disability Support Program. And yet it got a 5% bump this year. It is decades, decades out of date with today's. Um, you know, costs. And, and so when you kind of start to zero in on who this is affecting in in this particular area of people with disabilities, I mean, we already knew, Kat, that a lot of these people can't make enough money. They can't bring in enough money even to make it through the month without having to go to a food bank. And so as it keeps creeping up with inflation, I don't know what's going to happen to a lot of these people. No, and, and uh, Alex, neither do they. Um, a lot of the people I talked to, and not just the people in the story, but some other people I spoke to, are like, I don't know, um, you know, I, I genuinely just, this is an unlivable situation for me, and I can't predict what's going to happen as a result of, you know, this very low income. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this, um, you get, what, 20, not even, it's like 13, 1400 bucks a month. It's and not even that. It, yeah, it's I think I was being generous. Yeah, so... Yeah. Until So the Ford government, as you acknowledge, they recently followed up on an election promise to raise rates by 5%. So that takes it from 11.69 per month for a single person. And that's for everything. That's the food allowance. That's like the shelter allowance. That's the food allowance. That's everything. That's all your bills. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. 12.27 per month. A hike of, so the 5% hike is only $58, which, you know, um, you know, that's, that's still, that's for everything. And as advocates told me, the rates were 
unlivably low before that rate hike and, you know, 5%, $58, they're still unlivably low. I mean, the cost of rent alone in Ontario, in almost all of Ontario is, is far about that. Yeah. And, and you zero in on two people who are, are trying to survive in this program, Michelle Tremblay, uh, Mitchell, sorry, Tremblay, and mm-hmm. uh, as well as Maddie Dever. And what strikes me, and it's not a new headline, it's not new, but it is something we're hearing more and more, where you've got these people who have disabilities through no fault of their own, and they're actually starting to turn to programs like MAID, so assisted death, because they don't want to live like this anymore. They can't, they can't deal anymore with the uncertainty, and they don't feel like they have any options. That's not what that program was said. I mean, the fact that people would turn to death because they can't afford their bills, to me, is a, a huge moral failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, sh- I should stress that, you know, uh, only one of the people I spoke to is considering made, and that's Mitchell Tremblay. Um, but uh, Maddie Dever is not, to my knowledge, doing that. Um, but I, I was thinking about this because I, you know, as I wrote the story, I was looking at uh, the made issue. I was looking at some other issues. And it's not only that some people are considering death because they have no way to live. It's that many other people are just going to continue stringing along a very stressful life like this, right? So, you know, I, it's really stressful when money is tight or insufficient. I think most of us have experienced this at some point in our lives. I know I have. And then when you're looking at, you know, money being tight or insufficient for, you know, being fully insufficient for a really long time into the future and you have no sign of when that relief is going to come, that's a really terrifying situation, I think. It is. And so, look, with your background, how would you fix this program? Because, yes, the Ford government implemented a 5% bump. There's plenty of blame to go around. The Wynn liberals and and the McGinty liberals, they had plenty of time that they could have, you know, fixed this program. How do you fix this program so that it's not just humane, but it is workable? Right. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a really good question. I am. I'll be honest. I'm just a reporter. I'm not here to fix things. I'm here to find out what's wrong and try to talk to the people who are offering solutions. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's important, as you sort of did, to acknowledge that this has been a big issue for a long time. And, you know, other people could have acted on this in the past and didn't. Um, but I really feel that it's worth looking at some of the various solutions people are suggesting for the program now. So one that has gotten a lot of buy-in from different parties, um, you know, in the House is this idea of doubling ODSP and Ontario Works rates. So Ontario Works is the program like financial employment assistance for non-disabled people who can't earn enough to live for whatever reason. And it's a much lower rate currently than ODSP and has not been raised at all uh, in recent years. So doubling the rates on both of those programs would bring them up to, you know, a slightly more livable amount of money. So for ODSP, it would be $2,300 about, which is just above the poverty line, and 1466 for those of Ontario Works. Um, and, you know, I asked the people who I spoke to what doubling the rates would do, and they pretty much all said that they'd add some, like that, that extra money would add stability to their lives, give them the opportunity to live with a little more dignity, and frankly, give them the opportunity to plan a little bit for their own futures. Yeah, well, look, it's one of these programs that uh, has not really added up for a long, long time. And sadly, um, you know, here we are in 2022 with another cost of living and affordability crisis on our hands. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's going to be a breaking point, sadly, for a lot of people where these warnings have been flagged for a long, long time. Kat, very much appreciate you joining us. We'll have you again on your new beat. Thanks so much. Great. Thanks so much for your time. There's Kat Ashner. She's the new affordability reporter, which uh, I think is going to become a beat probably for, for many.